Welcome to RCS. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. We're recording live at Drivers Club, brought to you by Haggerty, Carter Subaru, Avance, Rainier Beer. It's a little lonely here. It is a little lonely today. There was a ton of people here when we came, and then they everybody kind of went home. I think it's feeling it's a little covid It's feeling a little covid Yeah, <laughs> it's feeling a little covid So, how's life? Uh, really, really busy. Really, really busy? It's, it's a balance of, I shouldn't say it's a balance. It's a mix. <laughs> it's not a balance at all. It's a mix of... It's an unmixed balance, yeah. ...of a lot of work mixed with uh, a lot of cool stuff going on on the side right now. Um, it's a little overwhelming, but it's good. Well, I'm glad you're handling it. <laughs> Just handling it. Not well, but handling what, it. What, what, what they can't see is you rocking back and forth and sucking your thumb right now. I'm fine. <laughs> He's only pulled out half of the, half of the mustache on, his, on, the face, on the side of his face. It's fine. So, Oh, uh, yeah. I have an interesting conundrum that I want to put out to people. And I was going to put this out as an Instagram poll. And, it's, and it, this was actually brought up by the person I'm going to talk about. Oh, okay. Who will remain nameless. For now, she knows I'm talking about her. So, you know, I'm always out there trying to find the future Mrs. Bergeron, and I've been talking to somebody. <laughs> okay. And she brought this up to me, and, I, and it, it's, you know, in a conversation, in today's day and age with COVID, you don't have dates. You have prison dates. You, right. You literally get on Zoom or Skype, <laughs> and, I call, I, and I call it a prison date, because that's what it is. You feel like somebody's in prison. <laughs> And, conjugal you know, date. It's a, well, it's not even conjugal. You, you, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you can't go see these people, you know. So um, we were talking about, you know, you're going through your, 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 you know, your deal breakers and things like that and what will. And she stops the conversation. Um, we're, we're texting back and forth. And she's like, hey, um, I just thought I would tell you this. And, you know, and then there's this dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, oh, oh boy. Oh, oh Here boy. it comes. Yeah, exactly. I've got to. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, I, I don't know how to drive a manual. And I was like, Oof. oh. Ouch. Like, it's one of those things like, well, I never thought about it, but it's like, and I, and I don't think it's a deal breaker, but I want to put it out to our audience. <laughs> like, is, would that be a deal breaker? Because I think it's probably be a, more, a deal breaker for more women than men. I think so. I, it's just funny. It, it, it was funny because right after I got off the conversation with her, I was on YouTube and there was a YouTube video called, she can drive a manual. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, it was something I was, it was posing out there and it's like, it's kind of an interesting conundrum because one, you know. We have, we have, when we learn to drive a clutch, the car you do it on, you want it to be a jalopy because you know <laughs> there's going to be clutch damage. So you don't want to doing it on a nice car. You don't want to be doing it on a on a on a daily driver. So you want it on an old car is actually best. Well, that's the yeah. thing. So like you know that's but then then you're thinking okay is that part of the relationship? Like when you get into a relationship now I need to buy a jalopy just to teach this person <laughs> to drive. You know Miata is always the answer. Yeah, I'm thinking, but now she, and she brought it up to me. She's like, um, is that a deal breaker? And I was like, wow, I never thought about it. But like I'm like, she's like. Are you going to talk about it on the on the podcast? And I'm like, I am now. Like that's totally like. So I, I figure we'll put. We're, I'm going to put a poll out. We'll put a poll out on Thursday or Friday on Instagram, and just like you know, does your spouse, does you, do the person your significant other, do they have to be able to drive a manual? They have to. No, I I've, I would say no. Right? Yeah, it's definitely a bonus if they do it, just because it's kind of a cool point factor. Yeah. But it, it's more of a. I think I would look for more somebody who is willing to learn and has the patience to do so is a great sign mm -hmm. just of character in general. Like it's not a matter of knowing it's a matter of being able to learn and take that on. Mm -hmm. Like I could see that being a huge positive sign in a relationship because if, let me tell you, if, if you're, I think when you're younger, it's probably easier to learn. And now that Most you're older definitely. and you're so set in your ways, you've been driving the same way for so long, it would probably be really difficult to throw in a third pedal and you know a right hand movement that's not on the steering wheel. Yeah. And then you get on a hill. I mean, it's a lot to process when you're so used to the muscle memory of never having to do it. Or as you're younger, you're still building that muscle memory. So, well, another thing that I thought about is the fact of like, 
if you're out somewhere and something happens to you, like you get injured or something, and they have to drive the car home. Oh, if, <laughs> by injured, you mean too drunk? Yeah, like I said, <laughs> mentally injured. <laughs> mentally <laughs> injured. <laughs> my, my shifting hand doesn't work, so you're going to have to drive home. So, no. I don't know. I just It was just kind of an interesting – it was a really funny situation where I was like, oh, I didn't think about that, and now, now it's all I'm thinking about. So it was, it was just kind of a fun, cool thing. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe on the Subaru. Definitely don't teach her on the Triumph. <laughs> the funny, funny thing is with the Subaru, like even I screw up the Subaru. The Subaru's got a – Well, I think it's the lift. No, it's not. It's since I bought it. It's I have. There's something about that, especially the the the, Just the release is really the high release or of low. the clutch. It, it's it feels like it's in different places all the time. I huh. I, I mean, I the truck. I've had the clutch checked. You know, I've I've had some issues with that car, and, and Carter Subaru's been great about it. But and I think it's mostly because of the lift and all that. But there's there's a I have a power band issue. We've talked oh, yeah. about it before on the show. Yeah. But well, I felt that when we've been going yeah. really, really steep hills. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, but I don't know. It, that clutch is really weird. The Triumph is, that's a tight gearbox. That would be, ironically, yeah. I learned to drive a clutch, uh, a manual, on a 92 Subaru Legacy. So, I mean, a Subaru would be good. But I don't know. It was just, uh, it was an interesting situation. So. Anything with a bunch of torque is actually easy to learn on. Like, a, yeah. a tr- if you can find a Pop truck it. with a yeah. manual, like, you won't kill it. It'll just lurch forward yeah. really, really bad when you do it wrong. Yeah. But it won't die. Yeah. So, because you've got all that low-end torque. Like, yeah. I learned to drive on my dad's 66 Ford F100, which... Uh, which was no power steering, no mm-hmm. power anything. <laughs> so you learn you learn to drive tough. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it yeah, it made driving everything easy. The, so. the Corvette was still the easiest clutch I've ever driven yeah. by a mile. Nice. We uh, I, I bring this up about this weekend. We we got to enjoy our first somewhat exotic moment retired yeah. this weekend. Um, yeah, exotics had their their yearbook, um, and it's funny. I'd like to talk more about it because I don't know more about it. <laughs> like I said, if you've kind of read the blog or talked to us, you know, Dan and I have sort of retired from there we're grateful to be a part of it but uh, had retired but they had their big uh big photo shoot this weekend which was kind of cool so yeah i only had to stay for like a half hour <laughs> it, was, it was i worked this weekend yeah. and so like i showed up and then it was immediately like i gotta run yeah but uh i got to just, like just enjoy the very start of it so i didn't get to say hello to nearly as many people as i wanted but it was so cool to see all the people that showed up and lined up it looked really cool to see the photos getting taken okay so and i have to say this and, and i've never been meeting anybody about it but it's been a long time since I've been a passenger in a car and being directed to park. <laughs> and I was so freaked out about like making sure I get it right because you know, I'm yeah. <laughs> you understand. Like, you know, it's like how many times you look at people and be like, focus on me doing what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, this is harder than I thought. Like, yeah. So it was good. But uh, yeah, it, uh, it went well. I think uh, old Mr. Boryog was in, in charge of it. So uh it looked like it was a lot of fun. A lot of good cars came out. It was, it was insane the amount of cars that came out of there. Um, and uh, I actually got to sit in. I talked about it before that client of mine that uh, vo- uh, donated a car as a tax deduction to LeMay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, LeMay brought it up this weekend. So I got to sit on it and drive in it with Chrissy. It was a lot of fun. Is that the Camaro? Yeah. That that's, thing is a beast. It, I was like, wow. Like, it's a 72, 73? 72. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's fully custom. Oh, God, it's a cool car. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, like 700 horsepower or something nuts. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but yeah. I just I, I there's something about a car when you can you can hear the can. Yeah, just, oh, so much fun. So yeah, well, props to Chrissy and she knows how to drive. Yeah, that stuff, I was gonna so. say that's I mean that would be too much power for me, but she knows how to control it. So yeah, she got yeah. a lot of experience. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> so that's really cool to see. Yeah, 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad they got at least one show in. It was really cool to see that. Yeah. The community loved it, of course. I saw a bunch of people. <laughs> there was a little confusion with the we're on, and nobody read the blog that said we're on for a photo, photo shoot. shoot. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think even you and I got a bunch of emails for that. So that yeah, we did. You were like, can, can I get this in? I'm like, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know, and I, do, I mean, I care, but I don't know enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, like, <laughs> info I'm at exoticsat.com. <laughs> yeah. That is them, not us. We love them. Give yeah. them your love. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So cool weekend with that. Um, we did sneak in our afternoon ride. That was, which is going to be kind of the topic of today's and one of them episode. Yeah. One of the te- episodes. We're going to turn Rain City Supercars into Rain City Skateboards. Um, RCS works. RCS works. Right? So yeah, <laughs> we got to go for a, lo- a little bit of a ride this weekend. But uh, before we get into that, I know you've got the uh, Carter Subaru tip of the day. Or week, yeah, tip actually, of the week. Y- tip of the week. Yeah, it sort of ties into one of our topics for today as well. So right now, I'm creating a new build sheet. Oh. Yeah, so I should, a couple things. Um, let me rewind a little bit uh, before we do the tip of the week. I sold the 991 Turbo S, and uh, I sold it extremely quickly. Uh, thank you to the listener of our show who purchased that and follower of my Instagram. <laughs> so that's funny how that works. So uh, it, stayed, it stayed rather local. Semi-local, yeah. Cool. A gentleman lives over in Yakima, super nice guy. He's got a really nice Audi drove his family too, um, and took it, he drove it. He picked it up, drove it home, and then went for his birthday. He got it as a birthday present himself, then came back and drove it to Chelan and back. So he's doing what I did. He's driving it to drive it. Good. And so he loves it. Um, really great guy. I'm really happy he bought it. So um, And he, so is he. I love the fact that you painted the calipers green on that because we can actually see. Well, if we see the car, we'll know it's your old car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah cool. he, he liked that too. Yeah. So it was the, a really great deal all around. I was really happy with everything. and It was a really easy transaction. Um, that said, I've already purchased my next vehicle. <laughs> And I have to fly down and get it. Cool. So I picked up a 2020 uh, Raptor uh, down in Surprise, Arizona. And surprise. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. Shocking. Not here. Yeah. Um, special shout out to Jace uh, Ford and Everett, who tried to help me out as best he could. He just couldn't get the truck I wanted. But great guy. He was the pretty much the only person I talked to who was really straight and <laughs> gave, laid everything out for me with where he was at. And I really I would have bought one from him locally if he had had the truck I wanted. So shout out to him. But I ended up buying the truck out of Arizona. And as a result, I saved about, I saved exactly $4,500 than buying it here. It was $4,500 cheaper to buy it in Arizona than it was to buy it here. Okay. Um, So with that extra cash, I funded a little mini vacation and drive home with first class tickets down and hotels. And I'm like, I'm living it up because this is in my budget still. So. Yeah, uh, I, I I think I, I tagged a post on Instagram, death before ADM, which is adjusted dealer markup, and I mean it. Like I will never pay ADM on anything ever. I will walk on every single car. This is a, a Raptor. It's not a limited edition Ferrari where it might be justifying it. Yeah. But I was, no, don't ever buy ADM. I just fly to say. I could have had it shipped here too and still saved. It would have been like 1500 bucks. Enclosed transport ship here, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about why why you, you all the cars that you you tried to find and why you couldn't buy them. Correct later in the episode. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, but that said, I've already got a ton of parts for it. I have a ton of parts on order. I'm so surprised. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a ton of parts on order. I have a ton of parts at the house. Like this build has started way before the truck was even purchased because I knew that's what I was getting. One of the things I did on this truck, um, that a lot of people I've seen skip on their build sheets. People share their build sheets all the time. Everybody has their Excel spreadsheet or their just document or whatever it is but they don't list the weight of things. And we've talked about this before, but I want to talk about how important it is because it factored so much into the build of this vehicle. 
So I'm building this as sort of a pseudo replacement for the Land Cruiser. The Land Cruiser is probably more capable just simply because it's a lot narrower and it, yeah, the, the Raptor has a bunch of fancy gadgets and be much more comfortable, but the Raptor is really much, much more of a thorough off-road rig. Uh, the Raptor is a pre-runner, you know, Baja pre-runner. The Cruiser is more of a trail runner, a trail machine, I guess. Anyway. Sl- low and slow. Yeah, low yeah. and slow. Yeah. yeah, high Not and slow. Oh, yeah, and very slow, high yeah. and slow, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, one of those things I'm dealing with, though, is suspension. And when you have a truck that's built like a Raptor, which is a pre-runner, it's got long travel suspension. Um, if you have a race car totally opposite, you still have the problem of very, very limited suspension settings where your suspension travel on a race car is very, very short. So weight becomes a huge, huge factor. So what I've started doing from the beginning of this build is weighing out all my parts, even before they arrive. And I'm going to verify those weights when they get here. But that, because one of the first things I ordered was a winch, which includes a mount, which is a big fat piece of steel right in the front of your truck at the very end of the bumper. So it's kind of the worst place to put weight on the body. And then I've got, I'm going to add um, a rear rack with the rooftop tent and possibly some decked sliding drawers, which will have a bunch of gear in it. But as I'm doing that, I've got to think about how that's going to affect the suspension. Because trucks like the, as far as trucks go, the Raptor is very light. It's all aluminum and it's got really light suspension. It's got forged wheels. Like you don't want to add a ton of weight to this thing. It actually will, you will notice that kind of difference in performance, even on a big fat truck like that. But you'll notice it, especially on a race car. That's why those little carbon bits are so damn expensive and titanium and why people buy titanium lug nuts and things. So what I'm trying to add up in those is where, not only what weight I have and where I'm adding it. And from that, that will help me calculate what load I need to replace the rear leaf springs with. Because one of the mods I'm going to do is Deaver plus three, I think, plus two or plus three rear leaf springs to compensate for the load for the roof rack, the bars, the winch, everything yeah, else. Yeah, because that's got rear leafs, but they're still... They're still rear leafs with springs. Are there springs? But or, uh, what, there's just, I thought there was... They has sho- Fox on the 18... Or, there's Fox shocks. That's yeah, they're okay. active suspension, so yeah. they're electrostatic or magnetic fluid, technically, I think. Yeah. I think that's what it is. But are, I forget sometimes that the Raptors have springs in the rear. Yeah. Yeah. So it leaves springs in the rear. So yeah. yeah. So I'm going to replace those to compensate for the load. And in order to do that right, I need to know how much weight I'm going to put over it. So what static load am I going to have over that all the time? And that's going to be that rooftop tent is, again, the weight, probably the worst spot, high. High. Yeah, and over the rear wheels. So it's going to sag in the rear a couple inches. And that thing has a terrible rear attack angle, which will drag on everything. So I'm going to put a skid plate back there and probably a new rear bumper, which is going to add more weight. Which puts more weight, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that's the, the tip of the week. But you also have to compens- compensate, compensate for the fact of what the rear bumper weighs now and the, the new one you put on. Yep. And especially, and I mean, with the winch, you're not really taking anything out. You're at, most of that is all in add-in weight, correct? Yep, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know. So I figure all said and done, I'll probably be adding five to 800 pounds on this thing. Okay. Hopefully less. I'm going to go for intentionally. I'm going to buy super lightweight a rooftop temp. I'm going to pay more for it, but weight matters even yeah. on a truck. I mean, if I was going to buy a, you know, a three quarter ton diesel, probably not as much of a concern, <laughs> but yeah, that's true. But on a truck like this, where I actually do want to take it everywhere, like that could mean the difference between getting the wrong leaf springs. It could be, you know, rear end sag over time. That would actually be pretty bad. Well, and you truck. still want to use the Raptor in the fact if you know, everybody yeah. says that with the Raptor, the faster you go over the bumps, the more the more calm and easy it is. As yeah. weird as it is. You'll so. watch the wheels go nuts and the yeah. cab will just be floating right along. It's really nice. Um, so, but yeah. yeah, add that up. Race car, truck, doesn't matter. Make sure you're adding your weights to your build sheet. It really does pay off. It helps your suspension tuner if you go that far. It also, I mean, and if you call these places, um, Eibach, H&R, for the sports car guys, uh, anybody, Icon, whoever, and you tell them what weight you've got, they can actually change the suspension setup for you. 
Yeah. So, and don't forget to weigh wheels. I mean, even with lighter oh, yeah. wheels, and you get bigger tires, you end up with rotating mass is is, is different. Yeah, and weight in larger tires significantly change the way not just your vehicle drives, but adding that kind of rotational mass. I know this has been a tip of the day before, but yeah, you got to change your brakes out. If you're adding a ton of weight to your corners, you need to upgrade your pads, your rotors. It's a it's a huge deal to add bigger tires. And also remember that while you're driving around Bellevue, and you see somebody with a you know a Land Cruiser with like 24 inch rims and the stock <laughs> brakes. Yeah. I was laughing. I see like a, a Tahoe or an Escalade, one of the older ones. The new ones yep. have like six or eight piston calipers. So they, still, they figured they, they it out. They still look huge with behind a 24 yeah, inch. Behind a 24 inch rim, yeah. it's like Lamborghini is the old or an Audi, the only ones who've got it right, where they've yeah. got like a 16 inch front rotor. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, good tip of the week. Good time yeah. for our first break. Yes. All right. We'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. So um, I've known kind of about the Raptor idea. Dan hasn't kept it a secret, but I was always kind of beating on Dan. I'm like, why don't you just buy a truck somewhere else, you know, not here? You know, why is it so hard? Just find a dealership that has it, and you can just, you know, buy any truck you want anywhere in the country. It's fine. Um, There's a little caveat that's been thrown into that thanks to Washington State, correct? Yeah. Uh, So thanks to – this is a pure bureaucracy thing. Um, I actually don't blame Washington entirely. I mean, it's a really, really, really stupid state government when it comes to cars, well, in general. But in this case – so California falls – or Washington falls under the same sticker as California emissions. And virtually every vehicle today is produced to meet California emissions, including the Raptor. There is no difference between the Raptor with a California emissions sticker and one without it. Zero. The only difference is on this build sheet, you get a sticker that's blue or white. The background is blue. The background is white. It doesn't say anything different. It doesn't have different parts. It's the exact same truck. But on the build sheet, if the dealer didn't check California emissions, it's not qualified for California emissions. And that can't go... If it's not been sold, that can't go back and have it rechecked or anything like that? Nope. Okay. Nope. I actually was dealing with a uh, dealership in Colorado at first, which was great. Um, I They were really nice, really upfront, great dealer to work with. And I wanted to pick it up in Colorado. That was actually by choice. I was looking around Colorado because I wanted to drive from Colorado Springs through Moab and back that way, just because it's a beautiful drive. Colorado is amazing. I love driving through Colorado. Speaking of which, some of the best driving roads in the country, off-road or street, Colorado is amazing to drive through. But they called me back very quickly and said, hey, we noticed you're in Washington. None of our vehicles are built with California emission stickers. And I was like, that matters. They're like, yeah, since 2009 or something like that. And then is when they rolled it out. And I think it was like 2016, it started becoming enforced that you had to meet California emissions in the state of Washington. So in spite of the vehicle being exactly the same, because it does not have that build sheet or checked on the build sheet, it's literally a checkbox, it's on the literally a checkbox on the build sheet. It's a no cost option, mm-hmm. um, but they couldn't sum the vehicle much to both of our disappointment. <laughs> so, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, so that sent me on my search again, which, but it was a really good thing to know. Now, if you're buying used, it doesn't really matter. We don't have emissions in Washington State, so you can buy a car from anywhere. We used to. We don't anymore. We, are, we killed emissions in Washington. Um, you can't remove your catalytic converter and run around. We already covered that. It's a bad idea anyway, but there's no emission stations left. They hmm. shut them all down. So, yeah. I'm not sure I completely knew that, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I've learned a lot during this process. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
it's good to know. Yeah. So if you're looking for that, though, out of state and you get that perfect suite under MSRP and they'll sell me one right away. Yeah, maybe not. Check that if it's a new car because you also won't get financed for it. Um, funny thing is, I did call around in Washington on this. <laughs> Depending on who you talk to, they don't care or check. <laughs> who doesn't? The DOT. Oh. So when you register your vehicle, most oh. of them won't bat an eye at it. But okay. technically, the, the technical problem with this is it's illegal for dealers to sell you a car. Yeah, because it makes sense in the fact that if California is going to be the strictest, that car makers are going to make their cars for California, no matter what. It's going to be... Well, gonna it used to be a big problem. Yeah. With when they were, but not but, anymore. But now it's like, you know, they make it to that standard. So that's interesting. Um, just, yeah, the same law is what... Exp- uh, um, it, uh, it killed the X-pipe market. You used to be able to buy X-pipe for a bunch of cars, and that would delete the secondary cats, not the primary, but the secondary, especially yeah. GM, Ford, anything with a big V8. You just basically want to delete the secondary cats because it sounded better. Well, uh, they were always California illegal um, because they had emissions, but the, now they just can't sell them. They're illegal to sell, technically. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, kind of weird, but fun problems to run into. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I was... Disappointed, too, because I really wanted to make that drive. But I'm still going to Zion. You'll have fun. Oh, yeah. You'll have fun. I'll just have to go back. Yes. Well, there you go. Problem solved. Vacation to Colorado Springs. Even better. Yes. Even better. Rally to Colorado. Uh-huh. Through Wyoming. Uh-huh. Yeah. Up and over. <laughs> yeah. Then Moab, fun. Grand Junction. Yeah. Then Aspen, Breckenridge, Vail. Then... This is getting expensive. Garden of the Gods, <laughs> Pikes Peak. We need to get back to work. <laughs> yeah. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. So that was a, another interesting find on the, the Raptor saga. Yeah, that's, I mean, something you don't even think about. And I'm, I mean, and I'm wondering, like, even though you said somebody doesn't check, I'm wondering if, if, if somebody accidentally would have sold you a, a vehicle yeah. and you get back here. I wonder what you do. Like, they, they, uh, nothing. Like I said, I'm almost positive they don't actually care here. It's just a technically illegal for the dealer. Oh, you'd get some back backwards bureaucrat that wanted to, you know, check your yeah as i i have learned with uh licensing that their systems are so old and antiquated and they're so unorganized that you basically just keep asking until someone says yes in different areas Mm. so like you could just basically run from you know bellingham to olympia and somebody would just won't care and just get it through yeah um, unless you're doing something really crazy, but I mean, for the most well, with part, this it's like the the truck is California legal. It just yeah, wasn't it's 100. percent There's yeah. no difference. It's just it's just on the build sheet. So I wonder why they wouldn't check all of them. I I, I if it's no if it's no cost option, no idea. Know, that's, oh no, I'm I'm just I know you don't know the answer. There's probably some back end cost involved. I'm uh, assuming. Yeah, it's got there's there's that's the only thing I can think of. There's got to be some dealer cost or something. Yeah. But if there's dealer cost, it would be passed down. Yes. So well, I, yeah. I mentioned transparency or Ford costs and. You know, if you're looking at pennies, like if you look how many Raptors are sold, it's one of the best-selling trucks in America. You know, five, ten bucks doesn't seem to matter that much, but it does on if you sell a million trucks. Yeah. So those numbers add up there. Well, they're worldwide, too. I think you can get them world. You can yeah. get Raptors. Yeah, they're actually really clean-running trucks. The 3.5 EcoBoost is a pretty solid and strangely efficient motor for that truck. For a truck with 450 horsepower and 510 foot That's in the GT, right, too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that amazes is, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean... It, it, a lot of guys are saying, I mean, around town, the mileage is terrible. It's a truck with 35-inch tires. What do you expect? But uh, on the highway, they're getting like 15 to 18, which on that is a lot. Which is good, yeah. yeah that's really good for yeah. a truck like that, that high. I'm interested to see what you guys get on the way back. So. Yeah. I I think I calculated the fuel cost in here somewhere. <laughs> I should look. Anyway. Well, it, 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 and also depends on how what your foot is, you know. If Sean is driving, <laughs> um, things like that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Are we doing, well, in the speed limits on most of the states I'm driving home through are 80, 85. You're, 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 you're going to come through Oregon, right? Because you love Oregon. 
Actually, am unfortunately. Uh, I have to go up eighty four again. How many times have I been to Boise this year? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> well, no, you'll be, if you go through, oh, you'll you'll come through Oregon a little bit. Yeah, that's not too. That's Baker not. City, that's not yeah. too bad. Okay, all right. That's that's not like where it was before. So, yeah, it'll be all right. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, I have average. I've budgeted three hundred and ten bucks for fuel costs, sixteen hundred and thirty miles, averaging fifteen miles per gallon, with an average of two dollars and eighty five cents a gallon for premium. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and I'm up to about fifteen hundred bucks in flat expenditures, and like I said, I, I didn't exactly like budget. This is a this is a fun vacation. Sure. Right? Like you could do sure. this dirt cheap if you wanted to. And that's this is going all out, and I'm still. I mean, about like probably it'll probably be about twenty hundred bucks to get it home, nice. and I'm still saving two grand. So that's good. Yeah, that's I get good. to have a vacation out of it. I'm in. Right. So well, that's, yeah, you guys need one. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, should we shift gears a little bit? Yeah. So. um if you know Dan and I, like if you're a personal friend of ours, you know that Dan and I kind of geek out on some things. One of them is electric transportation. No, not Priuses. We're talking <laughs> electric bicycles and electric skateboards. More on the electric skateboard side. Um, we've talked about it before. I, I was one of the first first people to buy into boosted boards. I ended up shipping it back because it never got the mileage they said they were going to get it, even though I was completely honest with them uh, about my weight and things of that nature. <laughs> like I, I, I had a long conversation with them before I bought my boosted board. This is nothing against boosted board, by the way. This was just, when they came out, I was all over it. Like, I had one of the first, oh, those, those stupid hoverboards, too, out of, out of uh, China. I can't believe <laughs> the thing didn't light on fire. But um, I've always been a big fan of it. And uh, Dan, too, has enjoyed it as far as, you know, owning these boards and, and really using them to, well, they're, they're more for fun. I mean, yeah, they're more for fun, but I actually do commute yeah. on my electric stuff quite a bit. Yeah. And I, I always joke that the electric skateboard is the best thing you can take to the grocery store because it will cause you not to buy stupid shit. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, if you get a yeah. longboard, you can get a 12 pack of beer between your legs and while you skate home. So it's fine. You can do it on, a, on an electric one. Yeah, too. I know, but you just can't <laughs> do it on like a one wheel or something like that. Right. But if you don't know about the air, uh, about what's happening, obviously range is getting is longer. Batteries are getting smaller. Uh, carbon carbon fiber has made a huge comeback or not comeback a huge entrance into the as it's gotten cheaper it's it's become yeah it's taken over and you have everything from boosted to evolve to a metro board x uh to the one wheels which dan's had many of those crazy stuff in canada Lacroix boards yeah everything and so we we've sort of gotten into it um in fact um dan and i just acquired uh a new metro board x which is it's insane. It's absolutely yeah. insane. Like yeah, this is upper end of the market. So, yeah. like, a lot of guys, if you think of Evolve, as tech, just due to their marketing, they tend to be viewed as, like, the higher-end brand, and they're really not. In, in, as far as electric boards, they're kind of the mid-range now. They're the high end of mid-range, I guess you could say. Well, Boosted was it for a long time. Like, yeah. they, had, they had come onto the market, and they had bamboo boards, and it was... Yeah, and they were they looked good, and their marketing was really good. Their fit and finish is light years ahead. But well, they got they got a hold of Casey Neistat, and Neistat yeah. he rode he had six of them, and so people that I think that really helped their sales, which didn't hurt. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And then now they're gone. Um, but Metroboard is based uh, their Metroboard itself is one of the oldest manufacturers of electric skateboards. They've mm-hmm. been doing it ever since like old like. <laughs> old, car batteries with chains on skateboards. <laughs> yep. Like uh, they they were they're old like since the nineties old, which is way before battery technology was a, a real thing in the transportation. Yeah. And so really cool stuff. So we, we've been wanting to pick one up for a while or uh, ordered one up and yeah, it's, it's a beast. Um, and we ordered this like uh, two and a half, three months ago. Like that's, yeah. that, that's how back order they are and how popular they are for these, for these new, cause the Metro board X is their newer version of the board. And it is, 
Well, I mean, you'll see photos of it, but it is absolutely cool. Yeah, seven-inch tires, all-terrain. You can go. It's actually really comfortable to ride on gravel. I mean, it's. Yeah, I, you rode it from what Sammamish to Redmond today. Yeah, and I, wrote, I rode it all the way in from my house to Drivers Club, and it was and still had tons of battery left, even with my my weight. And the, and I and I bring that up con- consistently because that is a factor and the a fact huge factor on these. Metro yeah. Board X says that if if you're if you're riding this board, and I, they don't give you a weight class, but you know probably under 200, you're going to get up to 20 miles range. Yeah, I'm getting 14 to 15. 14 probably is, is the safe number. Um, but I'm 245 pounds, so that says a lot. Um, and you, something you will run into with these boards, it's a lot of fun, and but there is maintenance involved. But hills are an issue. <laughs> yes, um, momentum will carry you, and it, and it's sort of like and it's sort of like. Uh, I think of it like an elevator, like an elevator has counterweights so that all mm-hmm. it really has to do is lift the weight of the passengers inside of it. If you have the momentum going up the hill where the board can keep that speed instead of having to pull you, it, you will get up there. It's, it's tough on some of the, the, the big hills. I'll say that. I've, I've walked a few hills this week. Oh, yeah. So. If you, yeah, same with my Evolve boards in my bike. If you, if you start mid-hill, you're not going to make it unless you no. – like it's actually – there's a, the trick to it is to ride like it. 45 degree angle down and then do a large arc up and that'll get you the momentum to go that, that's how you t- kind of get going on a larger hill but uh yeah these are a ton of fun um great exploring i have explored so much of sammamish yeah i, I mean we found so much. trails in issaquah just this weekend and <laughs> we i've lived knew. there for like a year and i've been around sammamish, or issaquah and sammamish my whole life yeah and i had no idea all these bike trails existed and they're a ton of fun you get some dirty looks on people on bicycles i mean yeah, you're usually passing them, but still, <laughs> especially when they're sweating and huffing and puffing. And I will say, we w- I will say that in the fact that you know, these boards are capable of 20, 25 miles an hour. Some of them, and when you're on trails, there, <laughs> you don't realize this when you're walking on a trail or bicycling. There are speed limits on these trails, and they're usually 15 miles an hour, and you yep. need to obey them. But, um, or you'll get some Karen yelling at you. Hasn't happened yet, but um, well, I should, should say it hasn't happened yet on this board. Yeah, um, I was gonna say I, it's definitely happened on my bike yeah. and on my board. Well, and that's another thing that we, we, we want to talk about that something that's kind of fun is you, you've gotten into this, I mean, and they're popular, Super 76? Super 73. Super 73, which is, there's electric bicycles, there's electric <laughs> assist bicycles, bicycles, then there's, there are like electric motorcycles and things like that. Yeah. This is not this is the This is basically an electric motorcycles with pedals to make it legal on bike trails. That's it. And it's a cruiser. Um, legal, huh, Dan? I mean, uh, you're, you're saying that it... Um, goes the speed limit oh it's totally limited yeah Yeah. okay got it all right i mean there's not you know one button to push to turn that off forever but i see (laughs) forever okay so i've heard allegedly (laughs) allegedly you can do that so yeah no it'll allegedly do about uh, 30 miles an hour on its own and if you start doing pedal assist with that it'll do significantly more on flat ground which is such a weird feeling i rode that bike and like the pedal assist like i didn't quite understand it and the fact it works really great on 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 flat but like Going uphill, that bike is still a single cog. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. These things don't go up hills. Um, they're just they don't have the, the the torque for it, I guess. And there are bikes that do. Don't get me wrong. Um, if you've looked at Specialized or any of the new enduro stuff, like you're looking at, I think entry level five thousand and upwards of twenty thousand dollars for an electric bicycle. Bicycle, still not a motorcycle, a bicycle, no. and they're awesome. So they're super lightweight, carbon fiber frame, everything you'd get out of like a you know a really badass bicycle, but electric assist, and they're game changer. You know, you can go from you know an avid avid rider probably does thirty to fifty miles on a big loop, like by an electric bicycle that's just assist. I mean, you can stretch that to a hundred or more really yeah. easily. Um, I, mean, I know a lot of people do. Don't get mad at me, bicyclists. I know you guys could do more than that. Just saying. 
uh, anyway, very cool stuff. You man, people on bicycles hate them. That's all I gotta say. I, I I'd make it a real point to take take it easy around crowds. I do not speed through crowds because one, you don't, it's not safe. But two, like man, I get hate from people on bicycles all the time. It makes me laugh every time. But people on bicycles are. I think that's more of a hate. You hate us because you ain't us. But um, <laughs> I'm just because, like, man, you see some bicyclists, you know, putzing along and just huffing and puffing. And don't get me wrong, they're probably in better shape than. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And as we go zipping by on a board or on a bike, it's. Uh, I can see how it could be a little demoralizing. <laughs> the kids love it. <laughs> oh yeah. Like and everybody who I've let ride either the bike or the boards are like, I gotta have one. Everybody, everybody who has ridden either of them is like, I need one of these. I want one of these. This is so fun. And you're seeing more and more, like, especially, I mean, in, in the tech areas that we have around here. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, when, when electric boards came out, you were seeing a ton of boosted. The one wheels were huge. They still are around here, and they're getting bigger and bigger. I was, that was never a fan of that board. Yeah, it, so it I had tough. one for a short while, and it, it was fun, but it felt, the one wheel felt like a novelty. Mm-hmm. And the skateboard, I have no problem actually getting on to run an errand. I think it's actually really easy to do. The one wheel still, like, it's fine. And there's, it's fun for a little while, but there's no comparison with the electric skateboard. And if you don't know, like I said, we'll, we'll post photos and stuff. But a one wheel is literally a one, it's a one wheel that you stand on both sides of the wheel. It's, it's a gyroscope or a gyro. Yeah, self-balancing. Self-balancing. And it, you look at it and you go, that, that can't happen. Like, that does, I don't get it, but... It's it's a real workout to do it. Like I mean, Dan and I took a ride on it when he had his evolved skateboard, and, and like my feet started cramping up. I couldn't oh, yeah. do it. Yeah, it you've got really got to work on your your arch exercises because yeah, it's a weird, I guess, position to stand in. Yeah, just with your feet, how you hold your weight. When you can't adjust your feet, when you're on a when you're on a one wheel, you can't adjust your feet because you have to stay in a certain place because there, there's it's literally your the pressure of your foot is what turns on the board. Right. And there are pressure sensors in there. And press it's down a, it's lightly a forward and it'll go forward. Press yeah. down backwards, it'll go backwards. Simple as that. Don't press down at all. It'll come out from underneath you. And yeah, and go so, flying. Yeah. Yeah. Done it. Yeah, <laughs> we've done all it. done it. And that and that's something, too, you got to think about. These, these are really, they're not toys. I think that's the thing is, is I've had conversations with people like, oh, I'd love to get my kid one. Like, no. I mean, does he skateboard? Well, no, but. Get him a really, really cheap, slow one. Yeah. Because <laughs> what you don't understand is the minute you turn on that switch and you roll it forward, you roll it back. Um. That's it's an instant torque. It really is, and th- yeah. those boards they want to come out from underneath you. But it's it's a learning curve. Done that in my garage yep. in front of a lot of people. Yep. That was pretty funny. Um, I, I laugh because I've seen a ton of people do the same thing, and I oh, warn God, them yeah. every time. I'm like, slow on the throttle, micro movements with your hand, because like everybody's the same thing. They don't expect it to be. They expect it to be a little toy, and they hit the gas. All of a sudden, it just goes flying out from underneath them. It's pretty we, funny. We were taking some photos tonight, and Dan was riding the board, and I had the remote, and like. I didn't realize it because without being on the board, I can't feel how fast the board is going. You're like, okay, you can slow down. You can, you can slow down. Like, I wasn't trying to kill you. Yeah. So, yeah. That was pretty fun. I mean, they are a lot of fun, and it's it's a great form of transportation. And, and to get to the eco side, it you know, it, the amount of gas I've saved owning that board, what, we've owned it uh, like a week and a half now, is, is amazing. I mean, to be up the small trips and be able to get out in the community, and you're really not – you're not coming through with a loud car. You know, no, I, I found some the weather's places. been great. So, like I said, I ride my bike even when I when I have a car. Yeah, <laughs> I still, car. Yeah. yeah, I still ride ride the bike or the board into town because it's one, it's more fun. Like it's just I have that trail right by the house, and we are so fortunate here. We have so many trails. I had no idea how many of them connect. The, the more I learn, the more impressed I am. Just like 
how far we can go and what we can do. Well, that and the, you know, this board is set up to be off road too. We can do gravel, yeah. we can do dirt roads. Um, they're not really built for water. That's not that's not really no. a thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, electricity and water. But um, they're surprisingly pretty well weather sealed. But none yeah. of them will claim like an actual IPX rating. Uh, none of them are like IP68 or anything like that. Uh, but like I said, I've had my Evolve pretty wet and it's been fine. It's so. I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty sealed. Yeah, so they're and pretty I, tough. It's been a while. So when we went riding this weekend, and I drive, drive riding your Evolve that had street wheels on it, I forgot <laughs> how jarring and jagged that can be, especially if we're going across boardwalks. And it was funny because you were like, "Let's switch," and I'm like, "Okay, are you sure?" Like, and I got back on the metro board, and it was like we would cross those boardwalks. I couldn't even tell. Yeah, like it's so different. I mean, and this is literally sitting on a. What is it like a seven and a half inch wheel with a tube? Like these are true yeah, these, tires. These are pneumatic yeah, tires, yeah. Pneumatic tires with yeah. tread with everything, and it does make a difference. It's weird uh, how much the going from a six inch to a seven inch, or I forget that is in millimeters. My wheels on my Evolver, I have both, but right now I'm running my 107 millimeter. I don't know what the durometer it is on them. The hard durometer is the hardness. I think they're 87s, so they're really soft. Um, oh, I the fillings that came out of my teeth this week. Yeah, that's that's what I mean though. Like I mean. <laughs> The, is, as soft as they are, the switch to pneumatic tires, even though you get dramatically less range, is a ton of fun because, you yeah. said, you can just run over anything. A stick in the road is not something that will throw you off the board anymore. You're just like, eh, whatever. You don't even really think about it anymore, which is kind of dangerous. I had a self-sense of a self-sense of, of, of unawareness when I got on the Evolve board because I was, I was hitting little rocks and I was realizing it. Like, And on that thing, I can, you yeah. know, there's some things I don't want to hit, but <laughs> still fun. Yeah. If still. you're listening to this and you have wanted one and you've been on the fence, do it. Um, yeah. That said, you get what you pay for. There is no doubt about it. There's that's just the way it is. I, I have tried a ton of different boards at this point, and yeah, I would say the the good entry point for a really good board is going to be eighteen hundred bucks and up. It's yeah. about the cheapest I've found for a board that is really really good. The cheaper boards really show that they're cheaper. Well, yeah, you're not going to get ba- you're out. not going to get battery life out of it. You're not going to get you know, and there there are different si- situations with chargers charging time. I mean, you're going to be two and a half three hours charging a board. Yeah, because that's just the way it is. And I do want to say this just to be clear. I mean, we bought our Metro Board X. Yeah, um, we are not sponsored. We we're not sponsored. sponsored. We, we uh, Dan's bought all the Evolve boards. I, I bought all my boosted. It's just a love of something that we thought would be kind of fun to share with people. And it's funny because. I brought it here to Drivers Club today, and there was a bunch of people, and it, everybody was stopping, wanted to talk, and, and it, it's it's a real conversation starter, which is fun. Yeah, especially when you look at it, and it's and it's this sleek, cool carbon fiber, and yeah, that's yeah. a really nice piece. of Yours is even more striking than the it Evolve. It still weighs thirty pounds, just so we're clear. Yeah. There's huge motors on it, but it, it still weighs thirty pounds, <laughs> even with a carbon fiber shell. I laugh because the motors on your board um, are easily double the size of the ones on my Evolve. Yeah. Like, uh, it's funny. They have about the same low-end torque, but your board just keeps accelerating, yeah. <laughs> whereas mine will hard stop with the all-terrains on it at like 21, 20-ish. Like your board will probably – it feels like it's doing much, much faster. Yeah, it's, when we it's were, 20, 23 to 25. It, it, but that feels much different when you're on a board. Oh, yeah. That yeah. little that two or three miles an hour is a huge difference when you're standing on a plank. <laughs> so. Yeah, because uh, and do know this, and you'll understand. That, yeah, there are things called speed wobbles. They happen on motorcycles. They really happen on uh, on skateboards. So yeah, they're a lot scarier on skateboards. skateboards. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's you know, I, the funny the hard thing I've had with with skateboards and electric skateboards is the slow turning. Like when I really need yeah. to crank it slowly, and like because usually when you're carving and at speed, you can you really you can lean into it and carve mm-hmm. like like you're on a snowboard, and it's sort of like you know, when you're on a snowboard and you're going slow, 
you try to make that hard turn and you fall over. It's just there's yeah. nothing. You there need to the G forces to hold you down. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's Formula. You gotta have a little faith. It's yeah. Formula One it's again. For, Speed it up is, to make yeah. the turn. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's like when you drove that Porsche. It's like put it through the corners or to go faster. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. I drove a a long time ago. I drove a GT3 RS and it was like yeah, I gotta hold the speed up because I need the downforce to make the turn. <laughs> it's like this is terrifying. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But it's I mean if you have any interest in them or you know reach out to us like you know we're always we're always talking about them and we love using them. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, they'll pr- they'll probably kind of go away for the the winter here because, they, like I said, wa- water's not the best friend. But it's a great time. Um, and you know, like Dan and I've got a route plan. We're gonna do. It's, it's a back road, but it's all the way from uh, Issaquah out to um, Preston. Preston, which will be fun. But Preston's between Issaquah and uh, Fall, Fall City. City. Yeah. Yeah. There's an amazing barbecue place up there that I love going to, and so you can ride up there. And I have just enough to make it, and then I can charge up there for like an hour. And because it's all downhill all the way home, I'll actually gain about another 20% with regenerative braking. Yeah. So that's a really funny thing about these boards. Unlike uh, cars, because they're so much they're so much smaller, the regenerative braking works really efficiently. I was Amazingly surprised so. by that, especially yeah. with this. Like, and not only does it regenerate when you're when you're free spinning, but then obviously when you're actually braking too. But yeah, you got. I was I was gonna say. Um, as a downside to this board, uh, the, the Metro board, like you got a lot better battery out of your Evolve this weekend than I did with this. Well, that was the wheels, the wheels, I think. But still, like you were, you had what sixty percent less, and I was at thirty, I think. Yeah. Coming back, so I mean, there was a difference there. I mean, obviously more drag, more weight, things. I that. think just more torque. Yeah. Way bigger motors. You're just you know more power. Well, no, but I, yeah, it's we're sucking more power too. <laughs> yeah, and the battery's not that much bigger. So yeah. Yeah, I think switching to street wheels will get you what you need, but that's not as fun. The problem with street wheels, though, is like I said, my my fillings are going to come out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I like it, you know, and and it's not just simply unbolt the wheels. With with street no. wheels, it's a smaller diameter, so you got to put new belts on, which is very. It's these. I will say this about this board: it's very user friendly. You know, with, with automatic boosted, belt tensioners. Yeah, with automatic belt tensioners, it's really easy to do. I should I should say that I've not done it, but it it looks very easy to do from all the win, all the videos and stuff like that, but. Well, like boosted, it was really tough. Like if you broke, if you broke a, uh, uh, a dry belt, a dry belt, and I think with this one too, you're you're kind of screwed because they're they're synced to drive in 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 mm-hmm. in sync. Yeah, they have a uh, controller that yeah. runs them together. Yeah, and so you break one belt, you're going in circles. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you, it'll still go, but it'll drag a little bit on the other wheel. I don't know. I don't know because you're you're. Pulling torque, it's going to pull to it's going to pull to the a side. A little bit, yeah, I think. So. yeah, it'd be a pain either well, way. Well, I don't want to try it. I'm just saying, yeah, you know. No. So, yeah, but yeah. it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. Like I th- I think in the last week and a half, I probably put 100 miles on that board. Because, yeah. I mean, with you know, good 14 hour, and I've really try, and I've been trying to do it in in participate or not in participation in preparation for this show and talking about this because it's something we've sort of wanted to talk about for a while and. We know our friends have heard us talk about it, and you know the people that are close to us know that we're, we geek out on on that stuff. But well, I think there's a lot of listeners up here who do because I see them all over. Not so much the boards, but uh, electric bicycles. But again, like I said, if you've been on the on the fence and you think you want one of these things, okay, one know that it's dangerous. Yes, I've got I've got the. The uh, injuries to prove that mm-hmm. uh, a bruise on my leg that my friends were laughing about. It was like a foot long for like three months. I don't know if we were laughing. It was <laughs> yeah. There was some concern there yeah, too. They're like, like yeah. is your leg are, you, okay? are you dying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, but and you'll definitely definitely want to wear a helmet. It is definitely safe. Helmet, mind. gloves, so, pads. I mean it, that you know at least at least gloves and at least uh, elbow pads. I was out riding a couple of days ago. I told Dan this story, and I'm going down the hill, and these aren't. I mean. They're electric, but there's still some noise to it, you know, mm-hmm. and especially when you're regenerating. And I'm, and all of a sudden, my board got like 
much louder. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And I see out of my peripheral, there's a guy next to me on another skateboard. He's on the exact same board. I, I mean, I've never seen one Metro board actually. And this and guy goes by. Yeah, and I was, I was like, I was like, this guy. Re-. And it was funny because he was next to me, so his board was making the exact same noise mine was, which was amplifying mine. <laughs> it was so, there's a lot of people out there, and it's a lot of fun. I've had a lot of good conversations with people, um, but be, also be prepared for the ladies of of the Karens of the world. So. You are limited. If if it's a no skateboard area, that, yeah, that's technically that is a skateboard. It's like yeah. I remember one time I was go I was when I lived in downtown Redmond, I had the boosted and I rode into Redmond Town Center to go to the skate store that's on the, the, the Zoomies. Zoomies. I was on what I had to get and I got stopped by the guy. He's like, We don't have skateboards in here and I knew the guy. And, and so I was like I was like, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't know like I it wasn't an intentional thing. Like I wasn't yeah, carving things up. It. I was just literally creeping down center court. But you know, there are <laughs> rules. So <laughs> That's what yeah. you got to do. I think one of the main things people forget, though, is the, the off-road stuff is t- is a lot of fun on those. Like, oh, yeah. The gravel trails and stuff that you never thought you could take. Yeah. They're so fun. All right, well, let's <laughs> take our next break. We'll be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Did you know that Tesla is now making a convertible Model Y? I heard that. Well, they made one of them that came out of the dealership, apparently. and Just, just one. The roof came off. It's a limited edition <laughs> flying roof car. How does that even happen? Like... There's quality control, and there's like, forgot to bolt the roof on. In my, well, that's my <laughs> point. Like, there's a lot of things that like go into like you, you got to think. There's the subframe, and then then the roof is like it's like glass and well, yeah. I mean, still. I mean, that that's a lot. Like, yeah, somebody posted on Twitter, uh, verified to be true, that their roof flew off on the highway in California on their drive home with their new Model Y. Well, things are going to crap in California, anyways. What are they banning uh, fuel cars in ten or twenty thirty five or something yep. like that? California governor signs order banning sales of new gasoline cars by twenty thirty five. I don't think he's going to be reelected. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. I, I don't know. He's um, California is like Washington. As long as it's getting worse, they'll elect the same no, people. No, but I get the biggest <laughs> kick out of it, and and I'm not getting political here, but he's, they're talking about the fact that everything they want all these people to drive electric cars, but they can't even. They are having brownouts with people running their air conditioners but you want people charging your cars too like yeah they're gonna bring back nuclear and coal hey that's great yeah (laughs) it won't be coal i'll guarantee you that but um, yeah it does raise an interesting question though but joking aside is how are they going to actually charge these vehicles and where yeah like i mean I, i can see them putting in the infrastructure to charge them by then uh but if they don't have the power to run the chargers i mean offshore I, I don't know what the plan is i don't know i mean it's there i it's funny because i no matter if you agree politically with it or not i always try to look at a situation and go okay where are they coming from what are they trying to do yeah and i think the basis of, of the environmental side of it and trying to make things clean but i just don't see that as a viable thing that people that you know one yeah electric car electric cars are still expensive yeah electric skateboards are expensive yeah. <laughs> so i mean it's that's going to be tough, and and I and I guess my biggest thing is, is the infrastructure to do it, and the fact that you're having brownouts as it is with the power grid right now, and are you going to be able to upgrade the power grid that much in the next what is it, fifteen years we'll say, 
to be able to take all these and let alone having everybody. I mean, I'd love to be the guy that's, you know, creating a business right now to put in chargers and homes. You'd be, you're going to be a millionaire, right? Multi, multi-millionaire. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess they're banking on the battery technology and the charging technology to come along a lot faster than it has been, but well, there is that, and I think they do it in Japan, too. There is that situation where you can pull up, and it pulls the battery out of your car, and it puts a new battery in, but that's a whole nother. I feel like that's the way they need to go. Subscription. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's the way they need to go, and it needs to be cost-effective, but, man, that's a massive change. Um, I, I, I don't yeah, know. The idea of being able to drive around, and you're gonna everybody's going to have the same car. 15 years is not that far away. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, I, I'm really curious to see how it turns out. I, I mean, I'm I'm all for making things greener and cleaner. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, so, I, but this seems a little uh, optimistic, I guess, of the industry. Yeah, and if it's you've a ever, cost basis that I don't get. Yeah, and forcing to that, I mean, we're just, it's, I feel like we're trading one problem for another. I don't know which one is worse, and I, I'm sure there are people who think that's obvious. But like, producing batteries is not a clean thing to do. Yeah, but it's but getting better, but. What was the old adage? To produce a Prius, you had to travel around the world four times or something like that, like to get products and like to mine to mine the stuff that went in the battery, to mine the the ore for the car. To mine, it was it was horrible on the environment to build a Prius, for <laughs> let, let alone what you're trying to do to save the environment. Yeah, and they've gotten a lot better. Things have become a yeah. lot more efficient, and I'm hoping it continues that way. But it's still it's uh, yeah. I think we might be trading one uh, renewable resource for another. Yeah. Or getting out of fossil fuels I mean. into electricity, but yeah, and I'll say it. I mean, and you know, it was funny because it was brought up to me by a family member. The wind turbines are starting to become ugly. Like there's <laughs> starting to be so many of them. It it it's ruining the view. like. Vantage is a perfectly good point. Like yeah. like there are so many there, and I get the point, and I get the electricity side of it. But it's like you look at it and you go, okay, those are no. It's I don't care how efficient they are, they're getting ugly. Yeah, <laughs> so like. I'm still a fan of nuclear. I think it's pretty clean as long as it's done right. It's really clean as long as it's done right. It's just you get... As long as it's handled well. Yeah, as long as it's handled well. We don't need another Chernobyl or Fukushima, but, I mean, as long as it's handled well, it's it's usually a great way to go. So, who knows? Maybe that'll make a comeback. I don't know. They don't know what they're doing anyways. They're they're dealing everything in half-life. Just tell me the full life of the damn thing, would you please? (laughs) (laughs) What, uh, speaking of uh, fun electric cars and things to do, what's going on with Avance lately? Uh, let's see here. Uh, quite a bit actually. So in Portland, we've got, uh, the drive toward a cure program. It's a, well, it's, I should say there's a rally across America, which is part of the, uh, drive toward a cure day. Uh, John Neil de Altremont and Keith Martin of sports car market magazine on a scenic drive to benefit the Parkinson center at the Oregon health and science university. So that's coming up from nine thirty AM to 4 PM we on the 10th. Ke- we know Keith. Yep. From, ex- from Concorso. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. I've met Keith, Keith many times. Um, I don't think he remembers meeting us, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we've got, uh, for our Denver people, Avance Denver Dino Day at Dino Pro. So, man, I wish I was over there. I still really wanted to meet those guys. You just really want to go to Colorado. I like Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's a really pretty state. <laughs> Any excuse. Like yeah, that. exactly. And paper then, clips? Colorado has paper clips. <laughs> 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 a really nice hotel there too yeah uh avon Sturtfish thrill rides that is here uh for 1 to four thirty on the 11th sunday so two days after this um yeah go do that, that avon's decided to throw a huge dirt fish party for my birthday so yeah um, you should go out and enjoy it yeah so get on that people so by the time you hear our next episode it'll have been nick's birthday yep i'm gonna be older's and you know, I was just older. That's but it. but I want to tell you this that I'm really glad that you were getting a raptor for my birthday. You're welcome. So, I mean, thank you so much. <laughs> we won't use not, that at all. <laughs> not that I won't benefit from that greatly. So I'm not too worried about it. So yeah. Yeah. That's I'm trying to think what else we got. 
I don't know. It's kind of a slow. It was a slow, slow news week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. I was going to say uh, we have some other stuff coming up. There's Avance is doing uh, episode two. Or, Ooh, or and, uh, episode issue, two, issue, issue number issue, two, issue number two, two episode, <laughs> I issue. I don't know. Yeah, issue number two of their magazine's coming out. Uh, everybody loved the first one. It was honestly better than I think most people even hoped and expected. I'm really impressed with it. And of course, we're going to be part of uh, issue number two as well. We have a bunch of stuff coming up in there, um, but we can't talk to you about. But uh, we're going to stretch our creative juices, <laughs> whatever that means. So yeah. sure, <laughs> sure, <laughs> right? Yeah, Don't look so. at my tone of voice. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, if you haven't if you haven't gotten the uh, the the latest issue, which by the way, um, I have I did not get one. Is your address correct on the website? It's got. It's, I think that's probably it. I think it probably went to my old address, but I I still want to file a formal complaint. I mean, that everything they didn't else. Know Adam, the address yeah, that you forgot well, to update. You no, know, that's no excuse. No. Okay. <laughs> Isn't the postal service supposed to catch that? I don't know. Well, if you want one, you can pick one up at Park Place. I know has them in their detail bay. Yeah. I, pretty much all the Avance partners have them in stocks. Deuce Garage. I mean, lots of previous. Guests. Yes, and if you haven't received yours and you are an Avance member, go down and check your check your uh, make sure that your address is right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Go to Avance.com, log in, check your. Uh, mine was actually incorrect. I did update it. Oh, nice. But I only updated it because you know, somebody posted it, and I was like, oh, it's probably still at my old Kirkland address. Uh, sure enough, okay. went to the wrong address. They probably would have enjoyed it, but no. I have a feeling that whoever moved into my old place in Bellevue doesn't like me because I never get anything forwarded to me. <laughs> so. Oh well. Here, have some spam. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up. A little bit shorter episode, but we wanted to talk about some of the fun toys that we've been uh, playing with and uh, will continue to play with. Uh, so All the uh, toys. All the toys. More toys on the way. More toys on the way. Oh, yeah. Well, and we will, I mean, and I don't know if Dan said it, we will be updating you on the on the build with the Raptor. In fact, we're even going to try to do a little bit of video, I think. And, yeah. And, and really, we're going to do kind of a build series. Um, yeah. yeah, I think we're, yeah, that's the goal. So. It's a build series on the Raptor. I already have about $8,000 worth of mods. And you'll be able to tell. You'll be able yet. to tell the cut lines <laughs> in the in the video, like where where Nick's under the truck, and then all of a sudden Nick's hand is wrapped, and <laughs> yeah, you think that's blood a everywhere. Jo- you'd think that's a joke, but when we put the bumper on the Land Cruiser, there was injuries. So yeah, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't do a, a, a steel bumper mod without cutting yourself. No, absolutely times. not. I mean, it's it's blood. The, the, the instructions say you must add blood. Yes. So yeah, you have to get your money's worth out of your safety glasses. Oh God, yes. Yeah, I have many yeah. times. Yeah, saved you. Safety glasses. Too. That's a tip. A tip of the week in itself. Always wear safety glasses when they tell you to. Buy some to work on your car. Use them to ride your skateboard. Yes, I there did. There you go. I there did. You go. Yeah. At night, yeah. That'll work. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, for this episode of RCS, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive and the ride.